killed more Mason. All right, fuck it. Let's start again. Fuck it. Let's just start it now. All right, let's just start it now. Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language, and sexual references, which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? Is Smilly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body? Oh, a lazy and they're unresearched about. Was it, that was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! What happened there? What happened there? Uh, I, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10, 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Anybody ready for goal? Stoddard keeps it back in. Did that really well. He's kicking goal. Oh, no. He's kicking goal. Oh, that just about breaks the record. He's in play. Goes down the line. Afterwards, Cox puts the break of that. Mark gives the assist. Gets it off to Jesse White. And he misses. Point blank range. He slammed it into the woodwork. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Ida Kick That. I'm Joel Pierce. And I am Alessio Carducci. How are you, Joel? I'm feeling good. Getting ready for the finals. I've got my finals tie here. Oh, the Hotel Assassin. The Hotel Assassin. Senior. Gary Hablet Senior. Nice. Fuck. Sign necktie. So when I hang myself when Geelong doesn't win the grand final this year, you know what I'll be doing it with, everybody. <laughs> hey, that's a. Uh, I think that's a. It's pretty cool you got the tie because that means if when like when the what do you call it? they start letting people into Cadinia Park back again, you know, you can just rock up and go full um full Joffa, you know. That's how we can promote the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the yeah. cunt with the Gary Ablett tie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you, and we've got to get you a dumb big suit as well. And then somehow people are going to be like the Gary Ablett. I know Catman, and he's he's a fucking nasty. He's a piece of work, bro. You don't want to fuck with Catman. Troy's a right. fucking cunt. He's a cunt. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. With the Nazi logo necklace. Oh. And Troy and the Buddhist shit on it. Like, I'm not taking that cunt on. Ah, fair enough. So, um. I like sitting with the. At the other end, in the ablet stand, with with the so the the cat man turns out to be actually a bit of a snake man. Facts. Yeah, nice, nice. He's sorry, uh sorry, sorry, Troy, but it's facts. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Who'd have thought that someone who's overly invested in an AFL fucking cheer squad would be a weirdo? Who did? Who'd have ever thought that someone he's, like his old man? His old man played for the club. Ah. Oh. That's even yeah. sadder. Yeah, it makes it sadder. Yeah. No. <laughs> video, there's like a documentary about him. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, I want, I, want to, I want to kick off talking about bad fucking uh, management because, you know, oh, okay, Ricky, yeah, Nixon, cool. Ricky Nixon, good, good fucking personal uh, fan of the show, Ricky Nixon. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, he loves the show. Yeah, great uh, guy. Best guy. Talk, uh, taught he, us everything we know about. Um, but he taught, taught me everything I know about uh, management, you know what I mean? Um, when to, you know, when to sign them, when to frame them, when, when to swoop in and steal their girl, you know? Um, when to make fun of them after they've made ridiculous quotes on the internet. Um, how to bleed them dry. How uh, to fuck teenage girls. 
that's always a very important one, especially in um. It's a big one. It's a big one. A lot of people yeah. rule that out as an important thing in the AFL landscape, but knowing how to accurately fuck a teenage girl and get away with it is is it's big business in the AFL. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty impressive. I don't think anyone really gives them the prop, but um. Fuck the past. So what we've got, uh, we've got new, we've got new guys in the future. Currently, currently managing, redeveloping the game, showing you how to lose eight hundred grand in fucking in two months or some shit. In moments, in moments. Managers make mistakes and have bad timing in the decisions they make. But it's Adam Ramanaskas I'd be staggered about if I was Ben Brown, if it was his advice that told him to reject a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year or minimum seven hundred thousand dollar a year three-year deal from the kangaroos in march this year one of the worst decisions this year a manager has made well, it must have been ben's decision because he couldn't have been advised to knock that off back surely you, you could not what, what, what would you say though if His manager, say, his manager should have convinced him to take it what about a okay, dusty martin and Brody grundy who played that game got through to the end of the year and played good football and end up with a six-year million-dollar deal. What? Yeah. I don't think I, money was the issue for Brown and Ramanaska. It was just that fourth season. I, I think so. And he was 26 years of age mm. at the time. He kicked 60 goals for the three previous seasons before, and it was probably his last big contract. So I don't begrudge him that. And maybe he wasn't fully confident in the way North Melbourne were going. A new coach coming in, record poor. Maybe he <laughs> wanted to do a Tom Lynch and explore the option to play in a premiership. I'd much rather play for $200,000 less and be in a successful side than sign at North for three years on seven fifty. Shut the fuck up, Kane Corns. No one's signing you for nothing. <laughs> Show sure the door. Show sure the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what they're saying? I like, the, I like when he puts up the argument. They're saying that no, Ben Brown just might have thought that North Melbourne was that shit that when he was offered eight hundred grand, he said, "Yeah, but it'll be is it depress? It'll be so depressing that it might not even be worth eight hundred grand. Like it'd be such a depressing experience playing yeah, AFL. Two hundred grand in, I'm gonna jump in front of a fucking train." <laughs> like, like fucking, it, it's like you get to fulfill your get to fulfill a childhood dream and play afl elite level football for a professional club in at the fucking premier way to do it worldwide or two he could he could like, even playing for north he could still rack up a coleman or two if he fucking yeah. stayed for the money. get accol- get accolades get a couple of all australians but and also get $800,000 a season because it's at North Melbourne. No. You just, deal breaker. You just, no. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. No, but I fucking, they, there no, was, there's, <clears> no <throat> there's no clue who the, uh, who the, the new coach is going to be, is there? I haven't so seen a new coach? Chat. What are you talking about? North. What do you mean, man? Come on. Is he going to fucking sack Shaw? We've been talking about it all season. They're sacking him. Who's the nah, 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 They're going to get Heath Shaw in, player coach with Ray Shaw. We're going to get to that later. But, like, on the on the dial. Tim, on the dial. On the dial. Oh, <laughs> but no, the best one, wait, the best one with the fucking, the Ben Brown shit was that, mm-hmm. um, he got off uh, now. Apparently, it's come out that he was offered fucking between seven fifty and eight, but yeah. he was offered three years with the third year having a trigger clause for a fourth year, and he still knocked it back. 
Where did he think he was getting fucking more than that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then the best part is now he's trying to, he's getting shipped around they can't get any money for him because north melbourne's that much of a rabble of a club they came out and said like we don't want him go look around so then what does that even mean what are you going to get for him because then when someone's going to offer you shit they're going to be like yeah but you don't even want him come on it's going to be almost like it's going to be almost like when you're um like when you're growing up and then like you, your mate's got like a fucking dumb game. He doesn't even play it. You're like, oh, come on, man. Just let me lend it. Like, nah, you got to give me this though. It's like fucking, I'm not giving you fucking, I'm not giving you Smash Brothers. Just give, let me play Mario Kart. You don't even play Mario Kart. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like oh. The... All right, man. Look, uh, before, before we get to some more weirdness, uh, let, let's do the old fucking... Police report, because what's a fucking AFL podcast without the old... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> so, police report this week, we have recently retired AFL veteran Jack Watts reportedly charged by police. News claims a 29-year-old was reported to police following an investigation into an instance which Watts allegedly collided with another vehicle. So it's a hit and run. Hit I like and run that from Jack Watts. I like that it's it's never gonna be Jack Watts hit a fucking car. It's never gonna be Jack Watts has killed his wife. It's never gonna be Jack Watts no. has driven his car off a bridge. It's always gonna be former number one draft pick. <laughs> Go. <on. laughs> that is like the title. Doesn't matter what he does in life. He's always gonna be former number one draft pick. You're almost number like one. fucking. Not even that. They, they call you number one draft pick. Don't they? they just go number one draft pick, Jack Watts, because you're not yeah. a former number one draft pick. You're just always a number oh, one draft pick. Going number one is like a bit is a bigger burden than winning a fucking um, rising star. Because number one, that doesn't matter who goes rising star. Number one, we expect more from number one. And then number one is like going number one in the draft First. is like fucking. Uh, Going number one in the draft is like fucking what's it called? Um, it's like becoming a president. You know what I mean? You know how they call them president forever? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. they're always You're president. Always president yeah, always president. Clip. Yeah, president Clinton. President, president Trump. Bush. President Donnie T. Forever. You know. Funny that that's forever. Yeah. I don't want to get forever. into it, but that fuck that thing today was one of the most retarded things I've ever seen. Just for a time stamp <laughs> of where we're at. <laughs> debate today and i have not laughed so hard i've laughed harder <laughs> at that than i have comedy specials that i've watched recently like that fucking thing was horrible. <laughs> anyway Emma, sorry, wait, wait, back. police report with i to kick that you can't you can't fucking you need your police afl news we've got it mate all right uh so moving on we have uh x demon harley bennell has reportedly been taken to hospital in the Gold Coast following his AFL retirement. Uh, he was taken to hospital just hours after he had officially called it time in his AFL career. Uh, so, yeah, he called retirement, had a big celebration on the Gold Coast and got his ass arrested while he was pissed for celebrating, finishing, being an AFL champion. I was going to say champion, but he's not champion. He played for the fucking Demons. Sick cunt. Oh, yeah. You retire, then you get arrested. 
Okay. It's been a big week. The the retirees this week are much better than the retirees last week. The retirees last week are very boring in in, uh, in comparison. But the retirees last week didn't cause any crimes. Yeah, just just old men retiring with nothing left in the tank, just like Cade Simpson crying as he waddles off the screen. You know, Paul Puopolo and Ben Stratton being like, we're family men. It's going to be great hanging out with our kids now. This week's retirees are like, we're young, dumb, full of cum and fuck it. We're going to take some drugs off to fucking do it. You know? Fuck yeah. All right. Love to see that type of shit. Last one on the crime list. Ex-Swan. That's important. Ex-Swan, Daniel Menzel, charged with sexual touching over alleged Bondi incident. Now, I just want to read that again. Ex-Sydney Swan... Daniel Menzel, charged with sexual touching, alleged Bondi incident. Now, oh, didn't he ever play for um another club in Victoria? No, 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 no. Sydney, Sydney. He was in Sydney playing for the Swans, and he was in Bondi when he allegedly, uh, first published by the Daily Mail, it claims Menzel allegedly, without consent, touched a woman inappropriately. At Bondi between 2.30 a.m. and 3.40 a.m. That's a long fucking, that's a big window to touch someone inappropriately. Um, on November 23rd last year. Former and Sydney Swans forward was charged by police on April 22nd after investigating and is due to appear in court on October 27th around time for grand final. A lot of people are fucking having a court date. Uh, around grand final time, uh, our good mate Jordan Degoey, he'll be in court around then. Uh, but yeah, ex Swan, Sydney Swan, Sydney Swan, uh, Daniel Menzel, um, touched a girl bit a big, in a, bit a big week, been a big week for the Swans in the uh, in the magistrate's court. They're really, they're, yeah, they're making some, they're trying to, they're trying to have some sort of a presence in the final series, and um, they're doing it, they're doing it. You got to give them the. Got to give him credit where credit's due. Yeah. Have you have you read who's presenting the cup this year? Yeah, it's um Brisbane legend Simon Black will be pre- will be presenting the 2020 AFL Grand Final Premiership Trophy to Brisbane Lions captain Dane Zorka. That's what I saw in the you know. I mean, <laughs> if I'm gonna if I'm gonna break the illusion that um. AFL isn't just as rigged as uh, WWE. It's fine as long as Brisbane win. No, I'm, I'm fine sure. with that. I'm fine with sure. that. NBA yeah. rigged too, just by the way. Uh, Gillian oh, McLaughlin yeah. announced that Brisbane Lions legend, as you said, Simon Black will present the Premiership Cup to winning captain Port Adelaide star Byron Pickett, who I believe you called a fat cunt last week. Yeah, yeah. Present- it's Port, Port Adelaide <laughs> star and, and truck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll present the Norm Smith medal. Minivan. Forward pocket minivan Byron Pickett will be presenting the fucking Norm Smith, Norm Smith medal. Gary, Gary Abler Jr. <laughs> and uh, the game's best player, an AFL legend, Malcolm Blight, and former Geelong coach, don't forget that, will present the Jock McHale medal to the winning coach. So uh, he'll be giving that one to Scotty. Yeah, one wow. for coach given a, 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 the current Geelong coach a medal. It'll be fucking a thing of beauty at the Gabba. Hopefully it's my team versus your team. I don't know if that's even a possibility, though. Yes, it is. If Geelong wins and then Brisbane wins. If that 
is the fucking grand final. This makes this podcast like the most, it gives it the most epic fucking crescendo. Do you know what I mean? Because that uh, last, last episode, uh, you and me screaming abuse at each other. It'll be a fucking amazing. Oh, and that fuck, nah, but fuck. The, ep- the podcast after the grand final is going to be fucking, it's going to be awkward. Look, it'll be a one-person podcast, I reckon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or two separate ones. Two separate ones that are recorded. (laughs) So the other one can't be like, yeah, suck my dick. Yeah. Yeah, so what? One episode's going to be like premiership celebration, the other one's going to be premiership grief. Yeah, grief. Yeah, cool. (laughs) for that's what we're hoping for with the finals uh we got some we got some uh criticism last week saying that uh we didn't go into enough detail with the all australians i thought we did a fucking good job we said who shouldn't be in we said who shouldn't who should be in who shouldn't be in um we gave our reasons we didn't need to add who should go in in place that's fucking we, we we've told you cunts a million times we're not a sports analyst thing but look you want sports analyst here i'm gonna give you some there is no doubting you have to be a little different and left of centre to be an AFL senior coach. And Alistair Clarkson's no different. Take a look back to on the eve of the 350th for Sean Burgoyne. He pulled out the guitar and dished out this. <laughs> this always gets caro going, this does. This is Clarko thinking he's wowing Burgoyne. But look, they are just these mesmerised, aren't they? Just wondering when this is going to end. The whole Clarko and... Uh, Carol gets Carol all the time. Look at her. She's lost it. But uh, I already got even weirder on Saturday reading the Herald Sun about what he did with Grant Birchall when he was coming to the end. I read this. So Birch said, I was out having a beer with the boys and Clarko wanted to meet up. I was expecting a chat about footy. But Clarko and his son turned up with a six-week-old Labrador puppy and said, look, mate, this is yours. I got him for you. With some trepidation, I took the pup and thought I'd give it a crack for 24 hours. But it was the worst 24 hours and the longest 24 hours of my life. Clarko's heart was in the right place, but I quickly gave the pup back to him as I could no longer put up with it. So I thought, Caro, Clarko's weird and wonderful way. That's right. All right. You want fucking analysis, cunts? Hawthorne Football Club is fucked because... Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Clearly, Alistair Clarkson has fucking dementia. <laughs> Why the fuck's he singing acoustic guitar songs to Sean? Sean... <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Where a cunt pulls out an acoustic guitar, it's the, it's, it ruins the fucking party. And all that dude's trying to do is get... And it's bad. And if you're sitting <laughs> in a room with men playing in a fucking, I bet you wrote the song himself. Too. He wrote it especially for Sean. That is not okay in the fucking change rooms before a big game. Clarkson, get your shit together. Fucking, I don't know. Maybe Luke Hodge needs to like give some of the concussions he has to. <laughs> He'll fucking get his head straight and he'll learn how to coach a football fucking club again instead of being a fucking weirdo. All right? You wanted fucking analysis? You got analysis. That's why the Hawthorne Football Club is fucked. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. The finals? Are they playing finals, by the way? Um, uh, who's they I think, uh, no, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if they are. This, oh, I'm not sure if they're playing anyone. That's right, because they fucking cooked. They're cooked with their <laughs> Coach, fucking <laughs> dementia coach and fucking 
crazy fucking president who's like, oh, it doesn't. The Crows CEO arrived dejected by another scandal plaguing his club. We are, we're incredibly disappointed. The Adelaide Football Club now deciding what to do with Brad Crouch and Tyson Stengel, who were caught in possession of an illegal drug at 5am yesterday in a taxi on Grenfell Street. But secrecy surrounds the lead-up to the bust. Well, I don't want to comment on uh, on aspects of it at the moment. We, we want to go through and have a complete understanding of the full picture uh, in the hours leading up to it, understand how the players got themselves in this situation. The police commissioner only able to shed a little light, revealing officers swooped when they were alerted to the players by vision on the city's monitored CCTV network. There was a observations made which were acted, acted upon as they would be with any member of the community who were in those circumstances. It's been widely reported the drug in question was cocaine, but still neither the club or police will confirm. Our preference is just not to do that. Um, and so we've been asked, we've been asked that and advised that through the through the legal authorities. Stengel and Crouch weren't charged, instead sent to a drug diversion program, a form of mandatory counselling. Failure to comply with or participate appropriately in a diversion uh, will result in a court prosecution. That is <laughs> drug diversion. What the fuck is that? That's not fucking anything. <laughs> I've worked in alcohol and other drugs. Drug diversion therapy? What the fuck is that? Hey, boys, I know you got too much money. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is drug diversion? <laughs> anyway, Adelaide, well, just when you think you can't get fucking worse, there they go. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a bit harder. What do you call it? The It's remember when, like, they had, like, the wet, you know, the, you, when you're building a good club, you know, if you look at Richmond, if you look at, Collingwood 2010. If you look at West Coast 2006, you know, if you're looking at good clubs and you're thinking, what am I going to do to build a good team? You always start with a good drug culture. That's where you start, you know. That's everyone knows that without a solid base of drug culture, you can't win anything as an AFL side, you know. Minus drug culture, you've just got culture. And culture versus drug culture is a lot less boring and dynamic. So, therefore, you need drug and culture, drug culture to win. So, do you think Adelaide is coming for the, for the throne, for the drug culture throne of Richmond? No, nah, I think they fucked it up. I think really they're just going to have fucking have a bunch of fuckwits on drugs and not going to really achieve much. But what well, I'm still, I still stand by. You need drug culture to win, but I think they fucked it up. Way, <laughs> yeah. You need it. They look. Are you surprised? It's no. Adelaide. What are they gonna do? Isn't that like that old country bogan shit where it's like they're either fucking just ripped on fucking shard or they're just playing Counter Strike or they're doing both? There's nothing to fucking been, do. Have you ever been to Adelaide? Nah, never. Everything's been. Everything's fucking closed at seven o'clock, bro. <laughs> what Everything's fucking closed. Everything. Fuck a shitload of churches. Nowhere to fucking go though. Prostitution in hotels and 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 drugs that might keep you up to do those kind of things readily available in Adelaide because there's nothing to fucking do after seven o'clock because everything fucking closed. You think it's bad in lockdown in Melbourne? That's Adelaide most of the time. Mm. Everything's closed. <laughs> yes. They have nice Even beaches. Trip. But you go, we Good point. Fuck Adelaide is a. I'm gonna go two park on this shit. Fuck Adelaide is a 
a, a town, a clique, a fucking state, and a team. You're going to eat a bag of dicks. Uh, we're going <laughs> uh, to go to the last, uh, the last clip I've got here for the news. The finals were perfectly fine prior to 2016, and they'll be perfectly fine again scrapping them by. Will you run a campaign on this? No, I just no, want to prepare Gil, myself Gil, no, mentally. Uh, no, because Gosh. Gil, this is his thing. It's his captain's call. He loves it dearly. Yeah. Once he leaves office, then I'll run my campaign. Shots fucking fired. Uh, I like it. I do too. Yeah, I Fuck like the, the fucking week off. No, well, you don't like the you you like the buy or dislike the buy. I don't think we're starting on the right page. Okay, I like the buy before the grand final. I don't like the buy before the fi- the the final series. You'd rather have a buy before the grand final. Yes, that's dumber. That is like you just took the fucking you took the fucking whole argument and you went no, I will raise you. One more level of fuck with. Like, you just, you just fucking went like, what if we did this? What if we made it dumber instead? Like, what the fuck? Why would you want, why would you, why would you want to do a fucking, have a week between the prelim? And it's like, it's like, yeah, we, what? Is this, that'd be like the fucking, you're just simping out for any team that wins a prelim. So it's like, you can celebrate it for a week and then you can wait a week before you get demolition of granny. Fuck that. Clearly, I've misunderstood this entire thing. Clearly. He's saying that he's been... There was a break last week. Yeah. Yeah. So you're aware there was a break last week? Yeah, I know. There's been no footy, and now tomorrow night, July... Yeah. So what... Okay, in the clip... I don't know if you know, we do a football podcast, and the kind of thing is, like, I know when the games are on and shit. But, however, I have fucked this up beyond belief because I have said possibly the most stupid shit I have ever fucking said because I'm like, no. And I fucked it up. So I'm not starting the segment again. I just want you to explain it to me like I'm four so I understand what – I like that he's, like, going to wait until Gil's out and then he's going to be like, then I'm going to start my campaign. That was like, the least important part. That was the least fucking. That was the part that warrants the least part of discussion. But you're all like, "Wow, that's pretty sick." He's gonna wait till Gil leaves, and then he's gonna argue his point again. Look, his point is that he reckons that it loses all the steam. Dangerfield, and he knows he's gonna have Dangerfield's ear. It's science. Okay, Fuck. fucking. He Explain thinks him- that the. NFL, apparently we've got a message that came in. The NFL has a bye week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes. but an NFL game takes like half a day to play out. True. Like, it's not two hours. It's, it's like eight. It's like I started watching this at 11 a.m. The game has finished and it's 3 p.m. Like, it takes you half a work day to fucking watch one of those fucking games. Fuck off. Try like, watching baseball. That's different. You can at least just put it on in the background. Fucking, it's not meant to be this yeah, thing where you go, indefinitely. It's like fucking test cricket. Eat a bag of dicks, you fucking. Have a fucking two hours. That's my fucking. All right, we're losing track. What is our good friend Jared suggesting? He's saying that you need to get rid of the fucking buy 
because it makes the finals lose all the momentum of the season. Yeah, you're losing all the momentum of the season. I'm, 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 I, I feel two ways about it. I agree. Like it, it, you can, because the players are warm and bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, you're in the mode. But I think that week off also gives them a time to sit back, watch tape on the team they're about to face, and really focus on. We've got to beat this fucking team. So yeah, I feel like Jared Whaley doesn't understand that he is also promoting CTA when he says he wants no bye weeks because. You yeah. need that week to let your brain de-swell. Like, you know what I mean? You can't. How many fucking Jonathan Brown ticking time bombs do you want in the media? Where it's like every day, you don't know how many fucking seconds away it is till Dermot Brennan has the fucking flick go off in his eye and it's like, fuck it, I'm killing everyone in the fucking commentary box. I watched the Jonathan Brown open mic the other day. I'm surprised it's <laughs> together. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, he's made up of other parts of footballers. He's like a Frankenstein or some shit. That's how they've kept Jonathan Brown alive. He's got yeah. like Jason Ackermanis's shin or some shit. I don't know. Uh, is it Jason Ackermanis's soul? That got sold years ago. Yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> when you brought up the CTE thing, did you see that picture of fucking Patrick Dangerfield hitting the deck and you can see the soul leaving his fucking body? Like, give that <laughs> Give him a week off. <laughs> but it's a fun, it's the longest week of the fucking season. It is, but I like the way that it builds a bit of anticipation as well. Um, I don't know. I I, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I, I could take it. I, I reckon it's all right. Oh right, man, it. fucking lids off, bro. We're in finals time now. We're going to do finals discussion time. Oh, oh, oh. oh let's fucking talk finals. Thursday night, 7.40 fucking p.m., we've got the Geelong Cats versus the Port Adelaide Power. Port are backed in as the favourites. I don't know about you, but I think Gary Ablett's going to go fucking beast mode. Tom Hawkins is going to kick six, and Port Adelaide is going to relive 2007 and have one of the most embarrassing defeats in a qualifying final in history. Put it down, lids off. Leviticus 33-27, suck my fucking cock, Jesus. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Adelaide got – poor Adelaide. They got that – um. they got that uh, that losing culture against Geelong. So I That's think right. um, I th- I'm, I'm back in the Geelong Cats. I really think they got something in the tank. Yes. Now, fuck it. I don't even know what to say on this. I, I I really don't know what to say. I got no fucking little gags. I got no riffs. I got nothing. Fucking Geelong's probably just going to rail Port Adelaide. Who are going to happen again? And then everyone's going to... Because it's still like... Look. They lost by like 40 points. It was like one of the highest losses of the year, wasn't it? It'd be up there. Yeah. 40 points yeah. was a big loss. They got thumped. They put up no fight. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it's supposed to be like, no, nah, it won't happen like that again. It's like, bruh, it's a pretty big stretch. They were winning nothing. It wasn't even like they were winning the fucking, like, on the scoring board or anything. It wasn't even like they were just missing those ridiculous amounts. It was that they were fucking shit. And then Geelong was fucking good. And then Geelong are going to be like, fucking, all right. And then, yeah, poor Ale probably, it's not going to end well. 
Koshi's gonna fucking start leaking shit out of his head. He's gonna start, you know. Yeah, it's not gonna be a nice. That's not gonna be a nice. Koshi, Koshi's got no idea what's gonna happen. Um. Oh, next game. Look, before I got a special fucking celebrity uh, prediction for the next game. Well, these kind of tigers, the Brisbane Lions taking on the Richmond Tigers in the finals at the Australian Football League next week. Those kinds of lions and tigers I can talk about, kind of. <laughs> I hear it's called the Big Cat Derby. That's cool. I'm glad there aren't any real cats at the Big Cat Derby or you'd be hearing from me. You'd be asking for a basket if you were using live animals in your production. So That's thank right, you very Carol much Baskin, for not doing and that. Gentlemen. And I want to wish the Brisbane Lions good luck and let you know that I'll be rooting for you. Well. That's fucking right. Approved by Carol Baskin, the fucking husband murdering bitch from Tiger King. She <laughs> said Lions are going to fucking win and I'm with her. I am with her hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I know. I, I think that like I was really like on the fence. Like my sister came out to me, said, Who should I tip my footy tipping? I was like, fuck it, are you winning? And she's like, Yeah, I'm winning. And I'm like, fuck it, tip tigers, you know, and it hurt. I was like, tip tigers. You know, everyone else is gonna tip tigers, just tip tigers, you know. But yeah. I'm starting to get some hope now because the woman from from a fucking documentary series that had a lot of hype and fucking shit built around it at the start of the fucking quarantine and lockdown in March. One of the stars of that thinks that Brisbane has a chance at winning this fucking qualifying final. And I think that she's probably got fucking more of an idea about football than any other pundit I've been listening to all week, you know? Like, I think they should get fucking... Matthew Lloyd out of footy classified, and then they should chuck Carol Baskin on, you know? Like, she even knows how to pronounce it properly. You know, Brisbane. I never thought of it like that. You know, she's thinking outside the box. Just giving me new hope and shit. And on top of that, Tom Lynch is a pussy who fucking dropped out. He didn't even want to fucking play. He's fucking realized... Mitch Robinson was going to fucking floor me. He said I was a fucking flog. He said it on his Twitch live stream. He knows that that means he's gunning for him. So he's like, fuck it. I can't play, boys. It's too much of a risk. Fucking Dustin Martin there. He's like, fuck. We only got, I'm the only All Australian in this side. I didn't even deserve to be in that fucking team. You know, he's bang. He's shit too. You know, Jack Rewalt's there. He's half retired. He's or he's planning out a fucking radio career already. You know, boom. <laughs> he's got nothing left. You know, it's all about the new young guns of fucking AFL football. All right, you're gonna have fucking Harry Cookwood, fucking that scrawny cricket stick stick insect of a fucking full forward he's gonna kick some goals all right you've got fucking Lockie neil he maybe we won't win but he'll get like 70 disposals or some useless amount of fucking ridiculous highest number stat he'll put up that you know but i, I think that'll he'll send us into another gear dane zorko kicked the ball from fucking slovenia right into the fucking middle of fucking of of the fucking destination, you know, and the destination is the fucking promised land. And the promised land is going to be fucking Charlie Cameron's going to be doing lines off the fucking cup at the fucking at that grand final day. It's the, it's the premonition. It's the premonition. We're oh. fucking. I've got no hope in this team. I really don't. I really want to, but I'm really just going to be going into that. My my cock is going to be shriveled at the start of that game. I really Listen, want to win. I want to, I want to give you. I want to give you more hope. 
And I also want to give a message to the Richmond fans out there. Listen, you Richmond fans who are all going to start talking shit about fucking prelims. Be Brisbane first. Then start talking shit, cunts. And trust, every Geelong fan with all their fucking might and power are going to be fucking behind the Brisbane Lions. And two cats beat one cat, cunt. Ask Carol Baskin. It's fucking facts. So the Lions... <laughs> you fucking... Pendant, you fucking pedophile hiding... Fuck, upset. Fuck Richmond. Yeah, I'm salty. <laughs> all right. After that, we've got the fucking uh, the the runners up cup in uh, St Kilda and Western Bulldogs because neither of these teams are making it past the. It's the, the happy to be here. It's the happy to be here cup. Well, I'm happy to be here cup. Happy to be here cup presented by Beyond Blue. Um... <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Shit. Good one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm going the dogs. Yeah, I'm going the dogs. Not that it matters. Not that it matters, but I'm going <laughs> Not the dogs. that it matters at all. Not that it matters at all. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy for both my dogs and Saints supporter friends. I'm happy for you both, but it is the happy to be here cup. So enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> we'll fucking, we'll see you next year. And then uh, wrapping it up is the West Coke Eagles versus fucking the absolute disgrace of a football club who somehow keep winning despite themselves, Collingwood. The Abbotsford Nunnery. We say that because of the exemplary character that they display in all of their footballers, especially one Jordan DeGoey. Yep. The, 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 what do you call Abbotsford Nunnery um, versus the West Coke Eagles. I think based off um, uh, morals, if we're going to put West Coast up against Collingwood, I think morally West Coast win. I think okay. um, skill-wise, I think West Coast win. I think um, ruck to ruck, um, a lot of uh, Abbotsford fans, they love to say that uh, Brody Grundy could uh, beat Nick Nat, but uh, I think that is a sign that you are, are suffering from peak delusion and yeah. – uh, you were you were suffering from the West Coke Eagle High, so yeah, I think we pretty. Oh, we didn't say it during the start. We we said this in the fucking bullshit thing with the um, with the fans at the start with the end of the comments. Yeah, yeah I really. Yeah, it's yeah, I really. Going to now, it's mini, mini episode forty, which will come out in conjunction with this episode. Yeah, I'm telling you, fucking, just I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'm repeating it that. Collingwood should just cop like fucking WA should just go even in harder. And what they should just do is they should just fucking West Coast should just get Ben Cousins running around there. Get Ben Cousins in, get fucking Daniel Curl in, just get fucking a bunch of cunts who've been had their career. Get Daniel Chick in the forward line. Fuck it. Him and his fucking seven finger sitting at full forward. I still think they beat fucking Collingwood. I still think they fucking, when he goes jacked up to the mark like that, I still think they fucking win. I think there's a non-contest. Collingwood have fucking been in jail for the fucking past week as well. <laughs> they set him up in the fucking quarantine. And they're not even allowed to play. They're not even allowed to go back into, um. if West Coast loses, West Coast isn't allowed to go back out into the public as well. They still have to do another quarantine because they see the, the WA government has deemed the fucking Abbotsford Pies 
as um as a dirty <laughs> club as well. So it's ah, it'll be interesting. I think both those teams are going to play a big part in the finals. Uh, they're they're by no. We talk about only one can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whatever one of the which other one of those. Teams oh, whichever one. Okay. Play a big part. Okay. Um, okay. Well, look, that's that's our finals preview. If that's not enough fucking sports analysis for you, maybe listen to Will Anderson's podcast with a cunt from home and away. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe listen to fucking the other two cunts that do a fight, the junk time cunts. I actually like that podcast, but f- listen to that if you want fucking sports analysis <laughs> for comedians. If you want to fucking get a few laughs and some disgusting, horrible stuff about crippled children and fucking house fires and how Danny Frawley is a country hero, then you listen to this podcast, all right? Uh, on that note, I'm going to kick off the music. Uh, I'm pretty sure it came through this week. We've got Duck Shack. I'll hit the music if we've got it. Yeah, yeah, we've got junk, Duck Shack. We've got Duck Shack this week. All right, all right. So we've got Duck Shack this week. Now, Duck Shack, for those who uh, didn't listen last week, Duck Shack has been the, um, is a new podcast by um, Wayne Carey that we are lucky enough at uh, Ida Kick that to be sent in by Kevin Bartlett himself. He's producing the, the podcast for SEN. Um, it was for, it was first of all, it's, this podcast has gone on a lot of, it's a big, big development. You know, it started off as a podcast that was shared between Alex Rance, Gary Lyon, and Wayne Carey that was called, um, cutting grass. Then it moved into Gary's garage because they had to film the show out of Gary's garage. That was because it was in the um, during the quarantine in Melbourne. Um, and then uh, now it's turned into Duck Shack. Duck's gone on his own, so we've got the fucking. It's been sent in. Um, so it starts off. Um, Wayne Carey says, "All right, this week we're we're lucky to bring in another man to the lovely Duck Shack. We're now to bring in um, Mr. Jordan Dugowie. Like it, thank." Thankfully, we have you here in WA. I'm down here in WA too. It's great, um, great to be here. Great to be here. Uh, what do you What do you have to say for yourself, Jordan? Um, it's a It's a It's a pleasure to be here, Duck. Um, love being here with with you. And um, yeah, all right. So let's get back to the point. Let's get right down to the point. Um, let's get to the point, Jordan. Now, I've been hearing that you have been hanging around with Ben Cousins. Now, wh- wh- why have you been hanging around with Ben Cousins, Jordan? And then Jordan DeGoli then says, um, oh, I've been hanging around Ben Cousins because I thought it was a really good um, time for me to get fucking experience off someone else who's been a prolific piece of shit in the AFL. I thought if I could get my knowledge off him, then I could really um, in- improve my own career, like get experience for down the road. Then Wayne says, that is fucking impressive knowledge. That is impressive foresight to fucking actually know that shit is going to go down like that. Fucking hell, that is good stuff. I wish I wish someone fucking hooked me up with Gary Lyon from present day Gary Lyon or present day Wayne Carey and showed him to me in the um, mid nineties. You know that would have really fucking set me up for the early two thousands. Um, and then Jordan DeVoe says, "Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's it's fucking wild time. I'm, I'm loving it so much being here with Ben Cousins." 
And then Wayne Carey says, well, fucking lucky for you. You get to spend more time with Ben because we got him coming in the room right now. Come here, Benny. And then Ben Cousin actually comes in. And then um, Ben Cousin says, um, I, I was told that I would be given um, 50 bucks in a meat pie if I rocked up. And um, what do you call Wayne Carey? says, of course, of course, we take care of everyone here at SEN. Everyone here is on the same budget. Everyone here is getting the same paid, the same pay packet. It's like a socialist economy here. Fuck, this company is broke. I get more money for fucking showing my pubes a fucking um, Channel 7's fucking full Monty. Watch it this weekend again if it's Aaron. Um, all right. So, yeah, um, Jordan. So, now, Jordan, you, you've had you've had some issues with um, the ladies um, in recent times. Um, and you know what this podcast is all about. You know, this podcast, like I said, it's not so much a magic word as this is a magic phrase. Now, Jordan, have you had issues with the ladies in the past? And then Jordan DeGoy says, I didn't do it. And then Duck says, that's fantastic, Jordan. Jordan DeGoy has officially cleared his name on Duck Shack. What an episode. What an episode. Well, we got you here, Ben. I hear you've had um, issues with drugs in the past. Ben Cousins then says, I didn't do it. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we finally get to the truth. 15 years later, we have finally gotten to the truth. Ben Cousins' name cleared here on SEN, on Duck Shack. See you later. I've been Wayne. Take care of yourself. Say hi to your mum for me. Another amazing episode of Duck Shack. Fucking hell. Ben Cousins cleared. Jordan DeGoey cleared. What else? What can't Duck do? I don't know. He's, he's figured it all out. You just need to get people to come on your podcast and say they didn't do it. And bang, cleared the name. Saves them. Saves people every week. Man, I think I think we've come to the end of it. another excellent episode of Ida Kick That. Uh, I'm fucking super excited. Tomorrow, not only do I get game one of the NBA finals, I also get game one of the AFL finals. So tomorrow's going to be a big day in Joel's house. Uh, a lot of sport and a lot of yelling at the television. Well, it's going to be uh, good to have it back. Very, very good. Uh, any party so words? Good. It's a good fucking weekend of football. It's actually good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good it's except all good. for maybe the, the happy to be here cup. But that, that's no, happy to be here cups, that's going to be a good game. It's the game they play after. Those two sides playing a game after is going to be fucking dog shit. But I think every team's pretty, every every game's pretty good. Yeah, good episode next week. Uh, I think also Brownlow week. That's the one. Yeah, we'll do it. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I don't have any fucking play out music, so you get the chopsticks. Peace. Bye. Chopsticks, chopsticks, chopsticks. I love them chopsticks, chopsticks, chopsticks.